This episode is sponsored by Sweet Boy Enterprise. Hi guys, welcome to Spoken Thoughts Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about self-development, business management, women and firms. My name is Moya Sorolua Awodola and today the tables have turned, guys. The host is now the guest and I believe <laughs> this is the most anticipated interview of the whole century. So, right. guys, let's kick in. All right, um, me today I have Sweet Boy on the seat. Oh, thank Popularly you. Popularly known as Sweet Boy. I don't want to mention his real name. So. <laughs> All right, so Sweet Boy, my first question for you is right. most people know you as Sweet Boy. Very few people know your real name. Yeah. So what is your real name? All right, my name is Oladile Emmanuel and Abiola. Oladile Emmanuel okay. Abiola. So guys, it's not just Sweet Boy. His name is Oladile Emmanuel Abiola. No stop. Yeah. All right, now, the making of Sweet Boy. Hmm. That's why we are here, if you did not know. So how did the journey start? How did you start selling sweets? How did you know that sweets is what I want to sell? <sighs> how it started? Uh, for me, I would say it was God because I didn't see myself as a business person, especially when I started school. And I see sweet selling as a divine uh, uh, business for me because I never thought of it. I never thought I would be doing something like that before I entered school. But it was in the first early part of the first semester of my part two that it just came to me like a revelation. Like I just got sweets from God. That's that's I see it from as I see I see that everything how I got sweet it was just God and everything I've become a sweet boy has just been God so far. Yes. So basically, I while 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 I got sweets, I'll say that while I got sweets, I already had a business anyway. I started selling rice um in Congo's right in plastic uh, bowls, rice and noodles, and it failed because it was one person that patronized me. And I actually did a whole bag of rice on my own. So wow. that failed. Yeah. So then I started thinking, what else can I do? Because I was basically looking for financial freedom, right? I was I noticed that what I was being given was not definitely would not be enough like to sustain myself. Yeah. So then I started thinking, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? But then I realized that so many people were doing different things, bags, clothes different things. Then I didn't want to do what others were doing. Mm-hmm. I wanted something unique, something different right but i didn't know it was going to be sweet but then while while we were going for a class logic class uh to two on i guess in part two we we finished that class and we we're moving out of hfcltc then at almost two rows before the entrance i saw a lady put a jar of, a plastic jar of sweets on the table and she she was she wasn't doing anything she was just writing a note and so her sweet was there and just struck me Wow, that's it. I just knew at that moment. That's it. I, if I, I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't think of whether I would be selling sweets in any way. I just wanted to go home that day, get my sweets, come to school the following day, and start selling sweets. Wow. So that was that was how I basically started. Okay, revelation. So sweet. Yeah. All right. So why do you still keep selling sweets? Uh, why I actually keep selling sweets is that you see so many guys pulling out money from your pockets, so many women, ladies with that, with 10 rounds, 20 rounds, yeah. lying around for nothing. Then I realized that the first day I sold sweet, I bought a pack of Apelembe. You know Apelembe yeah. is with that yellow sweet. And I took it to school and I'm a faculty based, my faculty of law you. Then I saw that within 15 minutes, I sold the whole pack within 15 yeah. minutes. So I was like, ah, bro. <laughs> so there's a lot of 
So there's a lot of money here that I don't know. Then I need, I realized that, and also I realized that people wanted sweet, right? Mm. People wanted to make sweet, but they don't want to go to mommy, sheriffa, and say mufera sweet. You no, know, they really, they they don't they don't want to work because of tenera, but they needed sweet. And last year I, I knew I saw the profit. The profit is good. Yeah, people underestimate sweet. The profit is wow. good. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of the things. Business idea. <laughs> I <Anyway. hope. laughs> All right. So aside from sweet selling, do you have any other business that you do? Yeah, yeah. Actually, do I? I I am a printer. So I I print stuff. I print stickers, banners, nylons. I print branded nylons. I print on shirt. I just do basically anything printing, colored, black and white, and. Mm. I'm a brand identity creator, so I'm a graphic designer. I design company logos. I design their visual fields, right? What you see on the internet, their Instagram posts, those are things a graphic designer do. But a brand identity creator goes ahead and does other things for a company, like product prototypes, right? Those those things for a, a brand. We do everything so that a brand can keep on their on tracks of the brand. So I'm a brand identity creator. I'm a podcaster also. A podcast. I really, really, really love podcasting. Yeah. So those are other That's things great. I do other than sweets. All right. So how much did you? You said you were in part two when you started selling sweets officially. Yeah, so yeah, how much two. did you start with? What was your initial capital? I started with, apart from the first time I bought a pelembe, a jar of a pelembe that that was around five fifty then. But when I started the following day, I started with two thousand seven fifty naira. 2007 15 yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's very affordable, actually. I believe mm, that's quite affordable. Truly. And then, the profit must have been. Ah, I think we'll come to that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you mentioned the day. So, what other brands of sweet did you continue with? Right. Yeah. I started with Appelin Bay, then I moved on to Nico, Splash, Tom Tom, Eclairs, and Parago. Oh wow! So those are the brands that you sell majorly. Yeah, when I started. All right. So now I think people would be interested in how you get your supply. How do you? Is it that you go to the market and you just say, "Oh, give me this brand. I want to buy this," or you have a particular distributor? Yeah, I, I actually go to the market, and there's a place name where they sell in uh, retail wholesale price. So there, oh. I get them there. So very easy for me. Oh wow! So close to home. That's yeah. really nice. Alright, so where were the reactions of the people that were close to you? <laughs> when you told them that, guys, I want to start selling sweets. Yeah, I did that. That was that then it was really funny, right? I called my mom to tell her that mom after selling sweet on campus. I was expecting a very different reaction of like, ah, it, why would you be selling sweet? Or did I send you to school to start selling yeah. sweet? But she was so cool with it. She was like, All right, if, if you like it, then go with it. I was so shocked. Like, she was so cool with it, right? So, Supportive. yeah, exactly. Then, my friends, my friends were cool, right? Ore, Ore was really supportive, really supportive. Yeah. So, was my friends were there. But people around me actually took it well. People close to me took it well. Yeah. That's great. So, now let's get into the intricate details. Yeah. Uh, of the business so right. i believe that sweet selling and some people might want to use the word hawking yeah. is seen as a lowly business and then you know i believe that you know as a student especially a law student if you didn't know that is a law student yeah i'm a law student uh <laughs> so especially as a law student you're selling sweet in your white and black mm. Ooh, yeah, okay yeah. What's going on here? i guess right like okay so does any form of stigma or 
um, discrimination come from selling sweets. Mm. You know, maybe think that be poor, mm. money, charity or something. Yeah, when I started, when I started selling, I basically were, was holding jar, a jar of different types of sweets so that people will see what actually I'm selling. Okay. So I I will carry my like I'm a lost so I'll wear my white and black always. I'll carry my jar of sweets yeah. in my bag, in my handbag, and go around selling from class to class. Most especially when I started with part three and the then part three and part four of uh, my faculty. Then later I realized that it was selling, like I said. So I I took on more sweets, like I started building more sweets to school. So I'll carry a backpack and I pull pull like. Right, I used to take two then, then I added like six more, so eight. So I was selling like eight packs of sweets. Wow. Not just sweets, different brands of sweets in eight jars in a day. Then I saw it was, then I noticed that my backpack was like staining my white shirt. I, I started wearing one shirt, then people would know me, even if, if you knew me then, you would know me with that shirt. But then it was, it was not looking cool as a love student wearing another shirt on my white, so I took yeah. it off. So yeah, I carry my bag around. I moved from class to class. Then I, I moved out of the faculty of law. I started going to faculty of social sciences. Then I yeah. went to department of history, philosophy, or faculty of arts. If you know you very well, you know you move from law, social sciences down to education, yeah, 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 yeah. faculty of yeah. So that was what I was doing. Then I started selling to admin also. Because I saw that they, people were so many on campus and there was so much money lying around. Although the stress was there, but the money was there also, right? So the the money actually kind of like equated the stress so mm. yeah i started saying at classrooms I... yeah people said so many bad things to me right but i i think i've kind of like learned that some words don't go together like a male law student selling sweet those five words should not be in the same sentence so it's kind of like hard for people to see me right and say oh yeah so it sells sweet so it's it's really difficult and you know most people because they are unable to process it so they say so many words to me in fact most people have believe that i'm like um, i'm not smart like i'm immature so yeah so they'll say a lot of things to me and there's a lot of stigma around it right that they expect the law student to be better than this so yeah i've, I've actually heard so many things to people i didn't mind what people were saying or what people wow. thought of me i think wow that's that's aside from you know the peculiarity of your brand you your yeah. personality <laughs> is I guess, something right? to write them about definitely yes, so yeah. now most times i mean personally i've seen you have experienced you selling sweet for mm. uh, at least um about two three years now yeah at least yeah. uh and i know that one particular thing about you your personality and then your brand as sweet boy yeah. is that sweet boy is like your everyday friendly guy that sells the products that you love the most and he's always smiling. He's always, mm. he's always, you know, happy when he's selling sweets to you. And I know that, you know, even if you are an extrovert, there's yeah. going to be a certain toll. You don't feel happy every day. True. So, and every time I see you, you sell sweets like literally five days in a week. So, how do you keep your um, social battery up? Yeah. For, for me, I would say what people regard as purpose and passion. Yeah. I would say that's sweet selling for me. Wow. So it kind of like was a purpose I got 
and it became my passion yeah like, like i said earlier switch selling for me is kind of like divine so i didn't choose it switch chose me right god god chose me to, for this switch chose me so the love was there for me i was just filled with love so i didn't i was just i would did not care about what they said so that you can't get me down with anything in those bad comments those those are uh, degrading of comments did not get to me because it was something I loved doing. For example, now if you love someone, you won't mind what people say about that person. Yeah. So I didn't that one that was basically for me my fault. Like what holds me down? It's love for the business. So that was basically and secondly, even though you were to say something bad to me, I won't take that pain or emotion from you and take it to the next customer. I deal with it instantly before I get to the next customer. Oh, that's interesting. So um Definitely, the business must have come with challenges and all of that. And then some of these words would have gotten to you. How do you detox in you know, preparation for the next day of sales? Yeah, okay. So what, what I do is that I, I take those words that I've had in a day, get home, while counting what I've, um, the amount I've made and recording it. I start putting those words out, like start saying them out. Those ones I can remember anyway. So I, then I tell myself, I look at those words. If I see, if I if, if I notice that those words don't apply to me, I trash them instantly. I don't think over any word that is that is like unnecessary that I know does not apply yeah. to me. I don't think of it twice. Once I see that it's, it's not for me, I trash it straight. And there's a way God has just helped me so that I have this immune system against these things. That if I, I while while preparing for this interview, I could hardly pinpoint some bad words that actually stand out stand out to me, right? So I I just tend to forget them instantly and over time. So I have I have this immune system that God has just given to me with the business, and I see that truly these are just one of the things that indicate that truly this is just not me. This is God working this through me, and Switch chose me, like I said. So God chose me, Switch chose me, not the other way around. Yeah. So yes. The last event, last event are known for reading and reading a lot. <laughs> How do you balance selling Switch during the day and your academics? Yeah. I- for me, two things, time management and discipline. You I have to manage my time. After selling suites, especially in part three and part four, we end our classes by four. Yeah. So I know that once it's four, suites has ended. So I go home straight. If, we are, if, if it was that I needed to wash my clothes, wash my clothes or do whatever I needed to do. And then I read. I make sure I read. Even it's 30 minutes in a day. I make sure I read. So I discipline myself with my time. So if it's 30 minutes, if it's one topic, I'm picking it up, reading it. So I'm, I'm coming up for those times I'm using already. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Manuel is giving us business from schools, yes. <laughs> Just get your pen and paper and start oh, writing. I hope so. So, I was going to ask about business principles, thankfully. Mm. Uh, so what are the business principles you've that's, um guided your business and made it be successful? Mm. Um, for me, I feel like what God does through a person is actually the best, right? Like, I could not struggle with it. It was, it came with ease. It was easy for me. And I was, there's, I just, another principle is just, I pray, I pray, I pray. You know, I, am I, am I listing some other business principles that I've learned? Definitely. But this, these are kind of like 
stand out for me and I will totally separate them. I, I, I pray every time, right? It's not that I'm saying my prayer did it, but I'm saying that we, without prayer, a business might actually not stand. So I pray to God whenever I am going to school before I start selling, while I'm selling, after I finish selling in a day, I pray to God, I pray while selling and everything. So that's a very great business principle that I've learned along so i'm actually list some other business principles but this this one stand out to me so much yeah so i used to read business books books and i you know one thing i noticed is one thing i noticed while reading those books was that appeal to your customer's emotion but then i used to ah. think i used to think it was like something people like a motivational speaker would say okay. that's what the motivational speaker would say Actually, to me yes. right so but then it was while, while i started i noticed that in fact, that's the best thing you can do to sell your product. Appeal to their emotion. Be their friend. That's what they want to do. They, they want you to remember the conversation they had yesterday with you. And see that, okay, this guy still remembers who I am. He knows me, right? And secondly, another thing I've learned is that if you have a group of people, but I think this applies to talking or selling to people physically. Yeah. If you were to sell to them, you would. I, you only need to get one person to buy. So if 10 people were, were like loitering around, you only need one person to buy before eight or seven people other people would also want to buy it's just one person you need right yeah so and for me how i know i would sell much in a day is that when i see empty um field classrooms without a lecturer inside when a classroom is filled and there's no lecturers i'll just go inside the classroom say i sell switching guns chocolate paraguay people know me people that know me that's how i advertise my store when i say that your classroom will end because i have a very loud voice and then well, I only need one person, that's it. I only need one person too. So I make sure I wait and I, I say jokes. I just make sure I captivate people's attention. Mm. Make them know that I see them and they see me. Our emotions align. So that's how I do it. So once a person buys, the whole classroom will start calling sweet, 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 up and down. So yeah, mm. those are some principles. Just appeal to their emotion, be their friends. That's yeah, my personality know. appeals to your customers' emotions, yeah, yes. and also you just need one customer. Oh, customer, just one. Guys, I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that one of the reasons why you started selling suits was to um, gain financial freedom. Mm. So I want to ask that: uh, Have you been able to some extent attain your financial freedom? Also, how much have you made mm. from selling suits? I think this is the question everybody has. You're a millionaire by now. I don't know. Actually, no. <laughs> Actually, no. This is the question everyone who knows me, who, who has been asking me one or two questions. Why do you sell sweet and how much you've made so far? Yeah, I I started with two seven five hundred, but so far I've made in transaction in uh say what I've spent and what I've received yeah. in total is around seven hundred k. Is around seven hundred k, but that's a, excluding. The suit I sold during Corona era because okay. during Corona, uh, pre-pandemic, I sold suits uh, in Ibadan where I was learning my printing skills. Where I gained oh, my okay. printing skills, so I, I was selling suits there. Oh, yeah, wow. so but then I didn't actually have that. But what I've sold in school has been over seven hundred k. And what I've made so far, I uh, is in is in the six figures. <laughs> I won't actually disclose it now on this episode. So I want you guys to actually listen to the second part of this episode. That's where I actually disclose the exact amount I've made so far. Yeah. Oh God, I'm I sure I'm come and start learning to talk <laughs> learning from you, sir. All right. So, have you ever made any loss? Oh, no, not huge losses, right? But I leak sweet too. 
So I counted them as rose. Was <laughs> that was so, my next question. I lick my sweets, right? But then I think I've later learned to discipline myself. So, but li- definitely I have to leave my sweets. So I count them as lost to me. But I'm a, I, 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 I fancy myself a capitalist. So I want my profit complete. I like, I want my profit. So I don't want to waste my money. Mm. Secondly, I think during the Corona pandemic uh, period also, before we resumed at a point in time before we yeah, went home, so I bought like huge amount of sweets. Oh. But we used like eight months. When I go back to school, expiry date has pa, pa, five years has expired. So I think that was kind of like one of my major loss, but no huge loss anyway. Because when when I calculated my my profit, right, I saw that I've made more than so much. I made so much selling sweets. Much money, hey, <laughs> money. All right. So, uh, what are the major challenges you face? Well, yeah, the challenges are. Well, one basically what people say about me and people's perception of me right so I, I have to work twice as hard as a normal person to be accepted so whenever i'm selling sweet around i have to work twice as hard we in my behavior with the way i speak in my vocabulary with the way i approach people i have to be extra i have to be odd i have to be extraordinary because there was no one who actually accept me as a normal person so i have to be extra extra in whatever i do i have to be i have to work twice as hard imagine i've been selling sweets since part two and people have just started recognizing my presence in part four why because people thought okay this guy is just playing around part two part three but in part four when they've seen the consistency in fact people tell me wow i love your consistency people just started telling me that in part four they didn't say that in part three right because I have to be ordinary. I have to do extra, extra things. So people's perception about me kind of like is a huge challenge. I've also noticed something about lecturers, right? So I was in a class and I answered a question, right? And the question, the answer I gave was so close to the question that, in fact, I did better than the person who answered previously. And what the lecturer told me was that, Ojelo, last week, do you get that like I, I just have to be better than any other person that's why whenever i know that i have to prepare extra for classes so that whenever i'm called upon to answer a question i will i will be ready and prepared to answer exceptionally well so that the lecturer would see me beyond it else they will feel like about your get so people believe that selling sweets that perception is that selling sweets is, is for a stupid person so i have to be extra I have to work twice as hard to be accepted as a student amongst my colleagues and as a student from from a lecturer. You see, some people will be like, "Ah, Oshinta Sweet, you know? That Oshinta Sweet is like, oh, tipo, no? you get like, you're not mature yet. You're still stupid. That, that's why I count it as anyway. So, Ikaro, I, although I say that I get over those uh, bad words or bad stories, but still, they affect me honestly. But definitely i've learned to overcome them so that's one one of the major challenges right what people say like so every day i meet new people yeah. and so those new people i meet also have to process the concepts of sweet boy they no, nobody just realize and adapt um, accept me instantly they have to process oh so he sells sweet okay sells. so in addition to that what is your most notable worst experience ever my worst experience so far has been when a lecturer in the faculty of uh, social sciences then i was selling sweets right my, my normal routine going around faculties then people bought sweets more a lot at that point in time and they were just opening the lilons 
throwing the wrappers on the floor, on the floor, on the floor. It was so much around. And then the lecturer saw me walking, still advertising, and just said, You, you are the one saying sweet, have you? All right, come here, go and find Boone and sweep that. I was like, Sir, I wasn't the one who leaked the sweet. I just saw the sweet. He said, No, you have to sweep every device, the, the faculty oh. of social sciences basement. He collected my ID card, called the dean of faculty of law. Oh, Luckily wow. for me, the dean was not around. So the dean was just like, Andrew, the way you can, you see his piece, right? So collected my ID card. I had to sweep the basement. People were like, ah, oh, sweet boy, we are so sorry. I was like, ah, oh, nah. wow. I, th- I think it comes with the territory. People just tend to look down on me anytime. Yeah, so, yeah, that's challenges and the worst experience. Guys, I know, right? You've been through a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just, that just one like 30 really? stories. <laughs> ah, wow, you've been through a lot. Bro. I guess. All right, so, uh, selling or offering sweets mm. in that perception. It takes a toll on your health because yeah. I know you have to walk around a certain distance daily. Mm. I mean, in as much as walking is good exercise, right. I mean, too much of it could be exactly. you know to take a toll on your health. Exactly. So, how do you keep it? Yeah, uh, for me, the, I've calculated and noticed like I take 554 steps, like ste- steps in a staircase. There wow. are different staircases. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I know, right? That's a whole lot. Yeah, there are different staircases in different departments. Yeah. Including everything. I just can't tell. My to and fro in each department is 554. Excluding working, you know, do you get so wow. yeah, I I've I've actually I, I take so I work a lot. And then for me, the stressful part of each semester is the first week of resumption, where I have to like readapt. Or, or we adapt to the stress again for a while, right? So, I'll, a whole week for the whole week, my legs are always like aching whenever I get home. So, I'll have to like apply cold water, take shower, everything just to splash them more. But then, after a week or so, then I think I get used to it, and yeah, it kind of like becomes part of me. So, that even if I were to self sleep from like 7 all those 7 a.m. classes to like 4 p.m., I just get to take my lunch and just keep, keep going. Yeah, so that's it. Wow. And about my mental health, I think things come back to me once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even though I'm, I deal with them, but then there are still like this residue of things that like come back to my mind. If I, I imagine myself that I'm more, I'm more this sweet selling, so it's stressful. No, those things, so I, I get tired. That's it. I get tired of selling sweet too. It's not I love everything all the time. Ah. I get tired. I get tired. But it's just for me, it's kind of like the passion that just keeps pushing me through. So yeah, that that in fact I don't know yet, but probably I might stop out selling sweet around maybe this semester, probably. Hey, Not so sure yet. I'm guessing that it's a is a <laughs> mm. an idea for expansion. Ah, mm-hmm. Well let, uh, let's keep that for now. Alright. So <laughs> let's keep that for now. Watch out for uh, more details later guys. Yeah, okay. Alright, so I was I wanted to ask that. You are known as sweet, but I think most people meet you as sweet boy. Mm. But how do people, you know, maybe people that are meeting you for the first time and then they eventually become your friends? Mm. How do they separate sweet boy from Emmanuel? Yeah. And even sorry, and even in your head, you know, there's sometimes like, okay, I'm embodying sweet boy, and now it's just Emmanuel. Yeah. So how do you, you know, se- yeah, separate? That, that's so true because I've realized that I've learned to compartmentalize my identities. Okay. Last week. I just noticed that I was going through my LinkedIn feed. I just noticed that I've never, never said anything about being a sweet seller on my LinkedIn. In fact, I some people still don't know me. I sell sweet, although not you know though people where I stay. 
right so i've actually learned to compartmentalize and in all honesty one of the reasons was shame because trust me i was shameful of myself not that i had it all now i'm not this so super strong man oh. but oh, actually i had to come over the shame because this is me i accepted myself well acceptance needed to be for me before others had to accept me yeah. so but then i i think i just kind of like compartmentalized styles did not say anything it was recent i started talking about my sweet boy life on my linkedin and on my other social media platforms and now people are people all everyone now knows i'm sweet boy wow. so i've learned so people also actually compartmentalize right when they see me but people on campus generally don't call, they know me as sweet boy even in fact my friends know me as sweet boy they don't even know that i have uh, some other identities they only see me as sweet boy yeah so that's wow. it wow i can't believe wow wow <laughs> i'm so sorry the the subject of shame not just never came to mind because yeah. you are always so confident when i see you and you embody the character so well that yeah. I'm sorry if anybody sells food or not, you can't, but you just can't be like sweet boy. Yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, sweet boy is the bomb. I'm sorry. I but guess. I yeah, guess. sweet boy or no one. Sorry. Yeah, um, I think I love boy. that. Sweet boy or no one. Because I'm a capitalist, I don't want competition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, yes. so I want to move on to mm. something that I think will be interesting because mm-hmm. I want to know. Okay. Yes. okay. All right, so. In the venture of selling sweets, I'm sure mm. that there might be some people that are like, oh wow, young man, you're doing so well. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you. Okay, just take money and just give it. Oh, uh, that question. <laughs> oh, mm, yeah, really, really. People actually do like, like, give me money. Yeah. People do give me money, but it's not. It has not been so huge. Like, it doesn't be like say one fifty k just came once. No. Most someone has actually sent me as a gift for selling sweet as in five k. Wow. the most has actually been okay something yeah but but one thing i've noticed that i get tips a lot and that's one of the things i love about selling sweets people tip me a lot so if i were to if you're too old 15 year now and you had and you had to buy 14 year sweets you just say all right leave the 10 year do get so people tip me a lot so those tips actually add up to something yeah. eventually anyway so but then people don't really give to me well 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 but once in a while oh, that's really i get nice. it that's yeah. that's wow yeah, rich boy. Uh, she said I'm not. I'm not. Please, that profit. Hey, I spent everything. No. <laughs> I spent I'm sure everything. Yeah, uh, definitely, de- definitely. But I don't have anything. I don't have that time. Mm. Mm. I don't have money. Okay. Maybe. It's just, it's just, mm. it's just saying that we're not. I'm money. broke. Broke. You're not broke, oh. I'm a rich man. <laughs> All right, now. So <laughs> let's go to the interesting part because everybody wants to know about it. Ah. Oh. All right, so I'm sure most people want to know if you are single, mm. if you are not single, if you are, if there's a woman in the hmm. in your eyes, I catch your fancy somewhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I have one or two crushes, Ooh, okay. but I'm not in a relationship actually. What? So, sweet boy, hello guys, um, <laughs> sweet boy is <laughs> single and he can be taken, and I'm <laughs> so not searching, is, and I'm not searching, you're not searching, I'm not searching, but if they apply. Mm. We'll we'll consider consider oh, ah, so feel free, apply. Apply. Mm. apply. Let's see where it turns out. The panel of judges <laughs> is going to be All right. So I want to ask you that you have a unique personality. Yeah. So do you think <laughs> do you think your personality has a significance that it plays in your brand? Also, do you think that your personality is one of the distinct features that has made your brand, you know, successful? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'm extroverted. I'm an extrovert. But then I'm I'm a shy guy. Like I I, I don't know how those two those two are like come to play with me. But I'm a very I used to be very shy. Let me say used to be because I'm no longer shy. Yeah. Before selling sweet, but sweet just did that for me. Help helped me to like overcome that. So there's this uh but because I was naturally extroverted, so selling sweet around kind of like just came exactly was so natural i just came with it and but then the shyness was in the first week i'm very sure i came over that shyness in the first week all right so the second part of that question is that do you think your personality is one of the distinct features that has made your brand successful yeah yeah in a way actually and I think Sweetboy is now a known brand, a known name, and it was because I was so active. Like the way, like I've said, I'm extroverted, so I'm active. So there's where I'm able to like pro- project what I want to do. People see me everywhere. I'm always, I'm bust, I'm bursting with energy always. Yeah, so that's actually done that helped me with that with the brand. All right. So, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start the sweet business? You know, someone that has listened to this podcast or video. And they're like, ah, seems like the sweet business is lucrative. I just need to boost my confidence a little and I'll do this. So what advice would you give them? All right. Uh, I would say if you are not ready to take shame, like you are not ready to take some derogatory words, don't even try to venture into it. And you must be ready to cope with the stress and know how to balance your academics with your business. But then on normal, to be true to myself, I wouldn't advise you to say, start sweet, start selling sweets. But if you feel like, yeah, something I want to do, you have to be extra You have to be a superman or a superwoman. You need not just be a normal person. It takes extra strength physically and emotionally. So you have to be a super person. All right, but I just want to ask, why would you say, uh, you know, the person should not go ahead to sell sweets? Yeah, because basically people view sweet selling as a, com- a lowly business, mm-hmm. right? I think I'm, I'm not like making a name for myself. I think I'm the only person who has come to say no. Anybody can actually sell sweet. Sweet is not for the poor. Sweet can be sold by anybody, yeah. right? So, but then you, I think that's that was all I've actually come to do with sweet. So, if you are not, if you are not ready to actually do, learn, um, go through that yourself, like first take the bad things before you make a name for yourself. Mm. I'm not sure you'll be ready to go into sweet selling. But then I'm still to it and I'm into it. That's all right. Me. That's really amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. So. I think we would round up here with this question. Yeah. What should people be expecting from you? What's next for Sweetboy? Hoping to launch my magazine very soon. Spoken Thoughts magazine. Yes. Yeah, so, but basically, what is injuring me is uh, writers. So, I need content. So, I'm I'm hoping. So, this is like a call call for me for, for writers who will be interested in working with me in launching this for um, this magazine. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm a podcaster too. So, this podcast, Spoken Thoughts podcast is my own show thank you yeah. i'm just you know, managing this video for now <laughs> all right guys that's all for today on this interview with the popular sweet boy also known as emmanuel oladilo i think it should be emmanuel oladilo also known or popularly known as sweet boy, boy. quick giveaway question how many number of steps do i climb daily while selling sweet so send your answer to me on whatsapp 08102837626 and remember guys this is just a pattern of this interview 
anticipate and expect the link to the second part of this interview by the 7th of July. Thank you so much for tuning into the Spoken Thoughts podcast. And remember, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. I'm just joking, just like, share. Thanks, guys. Thank you.